Hello, my beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of The Relatable Room. So to start this episode off, I have a couple updates. So the first one is a really exciting one. I got a tattoo. And it's a tattoo. I'm going to show. I'm recording this on camera, so I'm going to show the camera. But it's a tattoo of a butterfly. And I added up above my, I have kind of like a half sleeve situation going on. So I added that on my tricep and I'm going to continue just working on my sleeve. But I got the butterfly just because it represents transformation. And I honestly feel like I've gone through so much transformation just even within the last year. And so I've been wanting the butterfly for a long time, but now it just has more meaning to it. So it's really, really cool. I've gone through a lot of transformations just within the last few years, but especially within the last year in terms of stepping into my power, really being more confident as a woman, and being more embodied almost. Like, I still have a lot of work to do, don't get me wrong, but I'm well on my way there, so very exciting. And it freaking hurt. <laughs> I haven't had a tattoo in, like, ages, so probably, like, years, probably since I've been, like, 22. Now I'm 26, so it's been a while. So yeah, just making sure it heals all good. Um, and also, I have 21 followers on this podcast. And that honestly, I just saw that this morning when I logged into my recording platform. And I was just blown away because I can't believe that that many people actually want to follow and listen in on my journey. And... It means the world to me. I just want you guys to know that. And thank you so much for listening. Truly, I am not going to stop doing this because it lights me up and gets me excited. And I have so many ideas that I want to talk about. But I feel like a lot of a lot of people share with me that they like the podcast and that they feel like it's relatable. But I want to hear more about like what you guys would like to hear and suggestions from me just because that is very helpful for me in terms of coming up with content that also like other people want to hear as well even though I do know that my personal story and my um my own experience and my own like struggles and the things I've been through I know you guys like to hear that as well so that's kind of what I'm going to talk about today I feel like I've been doing that a lot on my podcast but that's okay because it's fine and one day, you know, I can take this really in any direction I want. If I want to start having more guests on it one day, I can. But right now, I just have a lot to fucking say. And I feel like I have not been able to use my Instagram platform to showcase my voice because, I don't know, I've had this limiting belief that no one is really listening to me. And even if they are, I feel like a lot of people don't really respond to me in like a sense that... Whenever I post question boxes, like, nobody really responds in them, and I have just a lot of limiting beliefs around Instagram in general, but but I think where I'm going with this is I don't mind, like, I'm not trying to be an influencer, right, or, like, have a shit ton of, like, a million followers. It's not what I want. I just want an engaged community. Like, that's all I'm looking for, and I'm trying to build that up, and I know it takes time, so... I'm being patient and really just, I just, I guess like this is me, (laughs) me telling you guys, like if you're listening to this and you know, I know a lot of you do share when you relate and stuff, but I just love feedback. Like I love talking. I love when people share things with me. So if you are a listener and you have been silent, please talk to me, like message me. I would love to have a conversation about one of my episodes and 
just hear how you relate, what you've been through, what your struggles are, because I, I don't love that other people have gone through struggles, but I love to hear about other people's struggles to see if we can relate any, in any way, or if I can give them any advice or, you know, anything based off of what I've been through. I feel like that's what we're here for. We're here to connect, right? And when I'm not able to connect, I feel limited. And I'm, of course, I'm going to have limiting beliefs, you know? So I just really, truly want to build up a, a, a community. And I do feel like I have that, but I want more of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. So here's me being really honest with you guys. But anyways, let's get into the episode. <laughs> so today, I feel like some people have asked me to do this. So I am really excited to talk about it. I'm going to talk about my birth control journey. I think it's been long enough now. It's been about, oh my God, over two months that I've been off. Woo, go me. So I did want to wait. I did want to give it two months at least just to see what my body was up to and what it was doing. And I kind of, let's start from the beginning. So I, because I feel like that's important. It's important to know my full journey with birth control and like how it's all panned out. So I started on birth control when I was probably like 16. So that would be 10 years ago now. I'm 26. And I was on the depot shot. So I was on that for about... I want to say, I can't remember how long, maybe like a year at the most. I hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't like going to the doctor every three months. I hated getting a shot in my butt. It was annoying. Um, so then fast forward after that, I got on the next one on, which is the arm implant. And I was on that for, I think it was good for like four years and everything was fine. I, well, not fine considering I kind of while I was on that, that's when I went through like my eating disorder and over-exercising and all of that. So I was definitely causing havoc on my body at that time. And that's another reason why I think I did not have a period or bleed for a very, very long time. I think my weight had a big, played a big part in that. But at the same time, I also, when I got on the next plan on, I... I, w I didn't bleed, like, at all. I never bled the first, through the first implant, like, at all. I had it in for four years, didn't bleed at all, never got a period. But, you know, and I've seen all this all on, on social media and stuff, and I'm so happy this is, like, becoming more of a common thing now for women to be getting off birth control and really learning about the shit that it's doing to us, right? I, we think that, like, not having a period is fun, right? Like, at that age, like, when, when we're young, we're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not bleeding, like, woohoo, like, it's all good and fine and, and dandy, but no, you, well, I didn't know, <laughs> and this is the kind of shit that we're not taught in school either, is that birth control is fake synthetic hormones, so that if you're on the pill and you bleed for you know, you take your sugar pills and you bleed for the time that you get your period. That's not actually, you're not actually bleeding. That's, it's just tricking your body, which is crazy to me. I didn't, I didn't realize that birth control is all just synthetic and anytime you're on it, no matter what, there's like no, absolutely no way around it. It's fake and you're putting fake shit into your body and it's not good for you. And honestly, like, I'm glad that we are waking up as a society. There are so many women that I know that's like a wave right now that are getting off of birth control. 
and I'm not gonna sit here and hate obviously on people who are on it or feel like they need to be on it it's just crazy because they give us these pills to try to help with these symptoms that we're struggling with right like you know they, they prescribe birth control to try to cover up one issue but then it just creates another issue down the line right like I know so many women who are struggling with mood, severe mood swings or they don't have a sex drive or they're they're just unhappy generally or like anxious all the time or those are the two main ones like for me my symptoms that made me want to come off of it were one I was bleeding like consistently for a whole year I put up with this shit for a whole entire fucking year you guys bleeding every single day and I'm in a relationship so that was not easy on my relationship at all um for either of us right I also, another big one for me was I did not have a sex drive. Like, I did not, I just didn't. And that's how I knew. That's what made me want to do more research on it because I was like, this is not normal. Like, this cannot be normal, you know? Like, who wants to live like that? I want to be a human. I want to feel things. I don't want to be numbed out, especially to my, you know, sexual reproductive organs that, that we're human, right? Like, that's, that's. Hormones, we should have hormones. So, yeah, I didn't didn't have a sex drive. I was bleeding every single day. So, I guess I'll go back a little bit. So, my first Nexplanon ran out, so I went and got another one put in. I was fine for about six months. Nothing happened, wasn't bleeding or anything like that. Out of nowhere, six months after it had been in my body... I started just bleeding. I remember I was on vacation in Costa Rica. It was the first time I was bleeding in like fucking age, like years, right? And I remember like <laughs> screaming to Tristan like, what the fuck? Like we had just gotten there. And I know that sometimes when you fly in planes that can get pressure changes and stuff can mess with that and like cause your period to come. So I think that's what happened. But I was so taken aback. And of course I didn't think, I was like excited at first because I was like, oh, that's the crazy thing, right? I was excited at first because I was like, oh my god, this means I'm normal. Yeah. No. Psych! <laughs> I had a long road ahead of me, which I had no idea. And so basically after that, I just consistently bled for about a year. And within that year, I... I definitely got, I got fed up, right? So I went to see an OBGYN and she put me on birth control pills, like a low dose of estradiol, and I was assigned to take those for three months. So that means that I was not only on the next planon that was kept in my arm, right, but then they were giving me another form of birth control and they were telling me that that's normal and that they do this all the time. And I knew intuitively that this was not right for my body and I did not want to take these. Like, I did not want to do it, but I did it because I didn't, I just, I didn't want to get pregnant I didn't want to have a kid and I think I knew deep down that like you could only I mean I knew that you could only get pregnant like a couple of days out of the month like but I think what scared me more and I'll be honest with you guys is the fact that I didn't know what the fuck my body was gonna do when I got off of the birth control because I'd been on it for 10 years and I was afraid so I just was putting it off and I was taking two forms of birth control at that point to try to fix 
the disaster that was going on in my body. And I've had to grieve over this and um, work through this and heal from it because I'm, I didn't trust myself and that's a fucking issue because I teach other people how to trust themselves and I didn't listen to my gut and that makes me upset because I mean it doesn't because I learned and now I can use this lesson to teach other people to not make the same mistake that I did right so it's a blessing so basically that wasn't the only time that I went so I went on the birth control pills Sorry, my story's kind of all over the place, but I'm just throwing my two cents in when I feel it come up intuitively. This is just how the episode's going. Um, I didn't plan for this. Like, I didn't plan it. I just was like, I'm just going to talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I took those estradiol pills. I was on it for two months. I stopped. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I felt like shit. Like, I was bloated all the time. I was just anxious. I remember, ugh, I, I can't think of what all my symptoms were, but I was having terrible symptoms. Oh, I was having terrible night sweats. Like, it was just awful. Like, it was not fun. So, I didn't finish. I didn't finish the three months, and I started bleeding right away after that. Like, I, you know, my body went right back to producing blood, and what it was was the next one on is, is mainly a progesterone-only birth control, and so my body was just continuously shedding lining. Um, so it wasn't a heavy period, but that's just typical with the next planon, but I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to, I just, I just didn't want to, right? So instead of getting off, I <laughs> went back to the doctor and she put me on the NuvaRing, which is another form of hormonal birth control that you put up your hoo-ha and it stays in there for a month, and it's just like a little ring. I just, I'm mad at myself for that. I really am, and I'm still trying to heal from it because I can't believe I did that to myself. I cannot believe that I didn't just listen to what my body was telling me and, and just get off and face the fear. That's a huge fucking lesson in all of this, right? It's just facing the fear and doing it. Even if you know that you're afraid of it, but you know it's going to be good for you, you have to do it. And I'm so thankful I did because, wow, am I sitting in the best spot I've ever been right now. I feel empowered. I feel knowledgeable. I feel like I'm taking back my health. And it's really cool. I really, really am proud of myself for that. And I hope that this episode inspires other women too. Um, and maybe teaches them something that they didn't know because I know I talked to a lot of my clients and they had no idea that the that birth control is basically just a synthetic form of hormones and there's no way around it. A lot of times women don't know that when you're taking the sugar pills and you're bleeding that that's not actually your body truly bleeding, you know? So when I found that out, it was like that was the that was the trigger for me. I was like, oh game over, we're getting off. Like, I'm done. <laughs> because I didn't want that shit in my fucking body anymore. And it's crazy, too. Like, when I went in to have it removed, of course, they're like, do you want to be on anything else? Like, they know I'm in a relationship and with a partner and that I don't want a child right now. But yet, you know, natural cycles or doing any other form of natural family planning is not 
good enough. And I don't understand that. Like, do not push that down my throat. It was just really frustrating when I went and had it out. And, you know, she was telling me how it's safe to have something else put in today if I wanted to. And I said, you know, that's the reason why I'm here right now is because this has given me so much shit, bullshit, in the last year. And it was fine, honestly, up until I started bleeding. And I'm so glad that my body started almost, like, to me, like, how I look at it is that was my body's way of rejecting the birth control and saying, like, I'm done. You need to stop. Because I got to a point where I was weight restored. And I don't believe this is a coincidence. Like, I gained weight. I'm healthy. I'm focusing on balancing out my body with nutrition, with within exercise, within all of these other, you know, avenues. And all of a sudden my body starts bleeding, you know, even though it's synthetic and I know it's like a, a synthetic hormone. It, it just seemed so random because I was on it for six months and then all of a sudden out of nowhere. So I think truly that my body, it was my body's way. I have a, a connection with my mind and my body now. And I can tell you that my mind was telling me, you need subconsciously, like you need to get off. I was just so afraid to do it. But that was like my sign. And thank God it didn't stop until I got off. And even through me trying to cover it up with all the other synthetic forms of hormones to try to regulate it, it didn't regulate because there's no regulating a synthetic thing. Like, I don't know why the doctors think that that thought that that would work. Maybe it does for some people. Great if it does for them, but I'm glad it didn't for me because it forced me into doing something I was afraid of. And I was so afraid of like losing hair and just having like cystic acne and gaining a bunch of weight. And honestly, I went to see a functional medicine doctor right when I got off to help guide me through the process and she suggested you know a couple supplements for me to take so I'm taking dim obviously this is just for me so don't take what I'm doing and do it but I'm on dim which is an estrogen supplement and I'm also on magnesium which helps kind of flush all of these synthetic hormones out of my body as well so within doing that I literally haven't I haven't noticed anything like, if anything, I feel less bloated and my skin is clearing up. I started actually drinking juice. I bought a juicer and that has been game changing. And I've just, I, I don't know, I've been following these accounts on social media that are like all about hormone balancing and just like what foods and nutrition to eat during what phases of your cycle you're in. I'm also doing natural cycles, so I am, you know, taking my temperature every morning, and that's how it's picking up on... I actually got my first cycle, like, my first real fucking cycle last month, too, and my body ovulated, my body went through all of its normal, you know, cycles, and now I'm about to start my second period, and I use natural cycles to track it all. I know... When I'm ovulating, I know when I'm in my follicular phase, I know when I'm in my luteal phase, which is right now, and I'm learning about what foods to eat and what um, nutrients are good for what phases of your cycle that you're in. And it's fun. It's empowering. It's so cool to know that I don't have anything in my body like that is 
controlling my hormones. That's awesome. Like, I have complete control. And I, you know, can do the research and the knowledge to put things into my body that are good for me. And I'm also trying to, you know, participate in, like, more non-toxic things. Like, more um, non-toxic cleaning household items, non-toxic candles, non-toxic essential oils. Like, all of those things because it's crazy how much, like, cancer-causing bullshit is out there. And I don't know, it's just really cool to, like, actually feel like I'm moving in a sense from like a title or a brand of like fitness coach more into like holistic life and health coach and it's truly like what I'm starting to embody too as a human and I'm just doing all these things that like are helping my anxiety and I'm like I don't know I'm just doing so good (laughs) but yeah so that's kind of the gist of my birth control story. I'm kind of going to leave it there, I think. Um, if you guys have any questions or if I missed anything, I would love for you to reach out. I, I feel like I covered most of it, but this was really fun to talk about. And I really want to continue making updates on this because it's important to talk about, especially with my platform one and two, just having a community of women who I know a lot of us can relate and so yeah the only thing is now I'm really fertile (laughs) so I have to be careful because I'm not trying to have a baby so yeah also my skin is like literally glowing right now and I'm gonna go make a juice as right after I get done with this and go to the gym so I hope you guys enjoyed this I hope that you got something out of it and Please let me know. Like I said, if you have any questions, love you guys. And thank you so much for listening.